Wine and Dine weekend has come and gone, and we have kicked off the Run Disney season. So Patty and I are here to talk about it. To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney podcast, where we have no guilt about our love of all things Disney, and especially Run Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who are two again this week and probably know more about the Disney parks and run Disney than most grown women should. (gasps) What was that? (laughs) You can leave this in. I just went to close out. I had a chat window open on on my browser and I was like, oh, let me close that so it doesn't like make noise and distract me. And then I accidentally hit like the X to leave the tab that we're recording in. And I was like, oh my God. So <laughs> in those days, I did not yell any profanities, which is also very surprising. Um, but it which was like, also- do you want to leave? And I was like, no. <gasps> no. We're good. Okay. Yeah. Also, side note, I heard from a, quite a few people this weekend uh, that their children listen to our podcast. So, hey, hi, kids. And I'm so sorry for Jane. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I do not say any of the bad words. <laughs> you on try. the recording you try not to you try not to <laughs> but sometimes they slip out i know because i edit them so i don't even know that they're there i mean unless we're calling like there's like certain words that i mean i don't consider them to be profanities that other people do and my guess is that you do and you're like oh my god we can't say that word and i'm like are you kidding it's not even so much that i i find them offensive it's just that i do this for a living where i listen to movies and TV shows, and write down what I have learned that other people get offended by, which, by the way, OMG is one of them in some circles. Not telling you to edit yourself. I'm just telling you. I'm not. Yeah. Aware. Aware. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's not. It's not my issue. I just pick up on it because I do it as as another part of the No Guilt universe. Um, You can also get parent feedback fan guides uh, for movies, concerts, uh, TV shows, that sort of thing, if that's your thing and you are interested in knowing what your kids are going to watch before they go watch it. I do that too. So hi, Patty Holiday. in case you are new here and you haven't uh, met us yet. No Guilt Universe is my thing that comprises the No Guilt Disney uh, blog and podcast, uh, No Guilt Fangirl, and No Guilt Life, all blogs. You can Google and find us pretty much anywhere and everywhere. And uh, we also have a lovely Facebook group that you can join, and we have a lot of fun in there, too. Teresa is not here. Teresa is our third co-host. She is actually doing some family stuff this weekend, but she also did not come to Wine and Dine. So Jane and I are like, cool, we'll cover it. We'll talk about it so you don't have to sit there and um, listen to us talk about all this boring runner stuff. (laughs) However, Teresa has one aspect that changed um, in the Wine and Dine situation. And we talked about this on the last podcast that she and I did together, last episode that we did together um, about the athletes with disabilities and some changes that came up. And those changes went into effect for this race. And it sounds like it was pretty awful and not a good situation whatsoever. I have some notes on it, but I am going to defer to like a deep dive conversation for the next time that I'm together with Teresa, which is actually going to be this weekend. So we might pop on and just give you a little update on that or add it to our other content that we end up um, putting together for the Jollywood Nights um, Christmas at Disney World experience that we're going to cover for you. So if you are an athletes with athlete with disabilities runner, or you're interested and you want to know the tea or the information or just you you want to, we didn't want, want to leave anybody hanging because we talked about it so much on the last time that we felt like we needed to follow up with it. We do have a little bit more information. It's kind of getting solidified as we speak, as people are giving their feedback and giving their information. But overall, it was not good. It was very disappointing. And let's hope there's some chance for course correction on Bren Disney's part. Um, because it sounds like it was it was tough for those athletes. Uh, okay, Jane, introduce yourself. Yeah, I was like, also, hi, my name is Jane. Yeah. And I'm also on this podcast. <laughs> I had to get there. Calm down. I mean, 
in uh, seven years later, um, I apparently am incredibly offensive. But uh, on the other side, I won't apologize for who I am because <laughs> this is what brings joy into the world. Mixtures of people. Oh my gosh, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not listen to track 14 on Lover. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So we're going to have a little spicy conversation, I think, here talking about a Wine and Dine Weekend. First of all, let's just touch base with the expo since that always kicks everything off. What was your experience like? I know yours was drastically different than mine because we went at two completely opposite timeframes. Yeah. And so the expo for me was super easy. I would say I am a very different expo attendee because I am local. I don't give a about like getting there super early for merchandise. Mm -hmm. Like I want nothing to do with the crowds. Um, So for me, I always go at the end of the day. I go after work and um, I will say that it was a little bit crowded trying to park. So like the parking situation I thought was really long and that was the first time I'd ever seen that. I was parked in like a whole section of Wide World of Sports that I've never parked before in the, I don't know, 12 years, 13 years I've been doing Run Disney. 14 years I've been doing Run Disney. So parking was pretty okay. But other than that, like bib pickup was super smooth. I went over, managed to get my shirt, did a little shopping at the expo, and then took a swing around merch. And I was out in probably an hour. Like it wasn't, it was really like easy and smooth, but that's usually the experience at the end of the day. So I would say if anybody doesn't if it, if merch there was merch left so it's not that everything was sold out it wasn't a disaster which we've had some of those situations in the past it wasn't any of that so if if you are into it but you're like i don't want to fight the crowds or whatever i highly recommend going in the afternoon i did not need a virtual queue to get into the merchandise area either so that's the other the other piece cuz i know they do that virtual queue in the morning on the first day yeah yep what did you buy at the expo um, I didn't buy any Run Disney merchandise. I didn't even buy a magnet, which is the thing that I buy at every race. So I didn't even get that because I'm running out of space to put them because they also give you the annual pass magnets. I've also s- skipped like three of those because I refuse to go to Epcot to pick them up because who needs to go to Epcot unless you're going to guarantee me a ride on September? And we all know how that goes. So <laughs> so I didn't get that. I wound up buying – what did I buy? I bought some – heating pad, cooling pad, freezing situation. I don't know what it's called. It was very expensive in my mind, um, but you were, you could like negotiate them down. So we did. Um, so I got that, which I haven't used. And then- what What is that supposed to be for? Like, like if you have an injury, like heat or cold or- Yeah. So it's like a gel pack. I'm like staring at it. I'm like, it's right okay. over there. Um, it's a gel pack and you can freeze it. Or you can just leave it out and then there's like a button that you push and then it becomes either like warm for two and a half hours it'll hold or like a heating pad. Or if it's in the if it's in the fridge, not the freezer, but if it's in the fridge and you do it, it'll stay cold like a like an ice pack for hmm. I think two and a half hours. So so yeah, so they had like different ones. They had one that was like back and shoulders. So I got the back and shoulders and I was like, I actually liked it. More so because it was – I could use it when I have cramps. And so I was like, that's like a a wireless way. I was like, I can use it kind of like a, you know, hot water bottle type situation. My friend Megan, who comes and runs this race, she got ones – they have one specific for your feet that wrap around your feet. I was about so, to say, is there something for your feet? Because I would use that at night for my feet. I would get cold feet like all the time. So – I thought of that. I was like, I was like, I Warm actually thought <laughs> for me, I was like, should I get the feet one and keep them in the fridge? Because then I could stop the one leg out of the blanket. Yes. That right? you have to balance. That we out. have to do to yeah, balance. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, then I'd be able to keep the blanket in, but then I'd still keep the feet cold. So, um, but for you, yeah, it would definitely work for, um, for heating the feet as well. So, <laughs> so I bought that and then I bought a, Wonderland themed visor from Sparkle Athletic because I love their visors. Yeah, Yeah. it was super cute. And like, did I need it? No. Did I absolutely buy it? Yes. So, yeah. 
Uh, I had kind of the opposite situation. I was a club run Disney gold member for the first time. So that gave me like a 45 minute early entry to the merchandise area, not to anything else. So like I couldn't go pick up my bib early or anything like that, but I could get into merchandise early. I think that would be my preference is that I could also pick up my bib early because I do merch in the sense of I go and I check it out and I'm like, wow, this is all really cute. And then I leave. I'm not a, I'm not a merch buyer. So, but if I had been able to like pop over before the crowds and get my bib as well and my shirt as well, I'd been, I would have been like, okay, check mark. Like this is a definitely big positive for me for Clubber and Disney. However, they didn't, it was just the merchandise um, situation. And so the way it worked was when I drove in, I actually parked in the, the primary parking area, but I was one of the last rows. So I could already sense that even though I was there, you know, 45 minutes before the expo actually opened for the general public, things were going to fill up quickly. And when I left, I was also there only for about an hour. And when I left, um, there were cars backed up to get into Wide World of Sports. And so I knew, I was curious how it was going to be for you, if you were going to have any problems. It sounds like people were lingering or showing up later in the day, something was going on. I wonder if that has to do with with the virtual queue callback times, though, like if if that is bringing people spaced out farther. Because in the past, you know, at five o'clock or six o'clock, if you rolled into Expo, you could park in the primary parking spots, like prime primary parking spot. Like you didn't have to be parked out in the weird place that you had to get parked in. So that's interesting as a difference, but I don't know. So I went in, I looked around. I did not have to wait in any line whatsoever uh, to walk in. It was just, they checked my name off a list and let me walk through. I was able to take pictures at the beginning. There was that cute little Alice in Wonderland set up. So I got a picture there, just walked up and somebody else was standing there. So she took my picture. I took her picture, that kind of thing. Uh, and then we walked in and did our shopping. I did stand in line for character pictures because they were fairly short lines. Uh, and I was there right when the characters started meeting and greeting because they don't start for the entire time that Clubber and Disney is there. They only started probably for like, after like, 30 or 40 minutes, something like that. So if you are a platinum member and you show up earlier because you get in even sooner than the gold members. So if you are a platinum member, you might have had to stick around for at least an hour before you could see characters if you wanted to see characters. Uh, But I only had to stick around for like 30 minutes and then the characters started coming out. So I went ahead and popped into lines and took a couple of character pictures. So for me, that was the big score (laughs) was that I got those character pictures and character lines. Uh, before they got very long. And then the cool thing I also thought was that the same characters that were at the expo ended up being what they offered us also after the 5K. So I didn't feel like I had to stand in line for them after the 5K, which we'll talk about that in a bit. (laughs) Because I felt like I'd seen, you know, anybody that I wanted to at expo. So anyway, so my expo experience was fine. I did note though that there were some items that I could tell were going to sell out the Ren Disney branded backpack. It was brand new this year. Uh, and it was, they changed all the colors. They changed all the logos. They changed all the. Was that the blue? It was like, it almost looked like cloud, whatever. Yes. They still yes. had it when I was there. Okay. Well then they restocked because midday yeah. people were saying they were all sold out and people were panicking and upset that they got there late and whatever. So no, to Jane's point when I was then, there. They are, they're restocking. They, so yeah, it just unfortunately, if you get there midday on the first day, they may not have restocked for you yet. And so therefore you might have to come back if there's something that you really want. So yeah, expo timing is always hard because people ask, is it better to go first thing in the morning? Is it better to go later on in the day? And the answer is kind of, it depends on how you, how you want to do crowds and how you want to linger. I definitely think day one, 10, 11, 12 o'clock is going to be the most crowded time period. You are going to have lines to stand in to get your bib. You're going to have lines to stand in to get your uh, merchandise purchased. You may or may not have 
fully stocked merchandise because there were a lot of people that had big, big baskets sitting on the ground, you know, going through their stuff because kind of what happens is everybody rushes in, they grab what they think they might want in different sizes, and then they go and park themselves on the ground somewhere and start trying things on to see what actually fits and what doesn't. And who knows, some of, the, some of those things end up back on the correct racks in the correct way, and sometimes they don't. I did not see any trash cans full of clothing, though, this time. So I do think that either Ren Disney did a better job or the renters themselves did a better job that early There were the signs, though. There, there were, were signs that said, you know, please return your items to the Good. racks they came from. And so I thought that was new. And I was like, oh, look at them telling Telling us to do better. So appreciate Reminding that. us gently to be better humans. To be better humans. Yeah. Return your shopping cart to the corral. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> okay. So that was the expo. I, again, nothing like crazy or anything from my experience, but I'm not a shopper. I am a get in, get out kind of person. Um, but after I did the pictures, then the bibs were open. So I was able to go up, get my bib, go from the bib, go get my shirt exchange my shirt size, and then leave all probably, you know, an hour, maybe hour and 10 minutes max. So very easy day for me too. I yeah. I mean, I could have stayed and done character photos, but we were trying to get to dinner and that was, and honestly, I didn't, didn't even make myself presentable. And so I have this thing where I'm not going to wait to take pictures that I know I'm going to hate. <laughs> Fair. Fair. I'm like, I know I'm just going to rip myself apart in whatever that photo is, so we're just not going to take it. Just not going to bother with it. Yep, I hear you. All right. Uh, okay, so the next morning was the 5K. And we get up and we park our little cars and uh, walked in. Uh, both Jane and I are drivers. She comes off property. I come from on property. And I mainly do it because um, our schedule is always to go out to eat after – the race and we like to go off property at a place um, that has really good breakfast. Uh, so I always drive um, instead of taking the bus. And I have to say that um, I was staying at the boardwalk and when I walked down at, it was probably three forty-five, there was a huge line of people waiting for the bus. And this is something that in our Facebook group, a lot of people are talking about. And I've seen in other Facebook groups, a lot of people were talking about it. Buses were kind of hit and miss again. Uh, it looked like a lot of people were waiting 45 minutes at times for buses. And then other people were reporting, yeah, they were getting hung up in traffic. And so they couldn't circle back around. Like, mm -hmm. That just seems crazy to me because usually this can be a, well, not usually, but this can be a fairly seamless process because they have the buses go different directions than like we might go maybe. And so I wouldn't have thought that they'd get caught up that much in traffic as much as it felt like this weekend they did. And I didn't think that there was that much construction um, on property this year. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like I hear this every weekend for 14 years. Yeah, it'd be. And, the, it, like, and that's the thing is like there's um, – there does always wind up being like some sort of backup with, with – traffic because mm -hmm. where they like dropping off the buses can always like back up a little because you you're in one line so you have to wait for every single bus to move out before you before you can get back out mm -hmm. and even when you pull in you there's only a certain amount of places for them to pull in and drop off so you have to wait to be in one of those spots and then also just getting back out and getting back over to the hotel so i don't think they run technically enough buses um i'm sure that they do some math that tells them that they do but I also think it's probably like just like there's a wave of people that come all at the same time. So that's what I think. The, I think this is like the strongest yeah. thing. If you're a bus rider, if you are counting on the bus to get you back and forth to these races, my number one, and I've always said this, I've repeated it every single race for every single time is try to be on the first bus. Yeah. Whatever yep. time that first bus is listed that they're going to roll them out. That's the time you need to go ahead and just suck it up. You know, you're, that extra 15 minutes of sleep is going to pay off because you're not going to be anxious and worried while you're standing there yeah. waiting for what can feel like forever uh, for the buses to show up and to get you where you need to go. So that's kind of my thought process. When you see a lot of people complaining about the buses, the buses work. The buses will get you there. 
there was one race weekend, I think it was Princess last year, where there was some huge something happened. I don't know if it was accidents. I don't know what it was, but like they delayed the half marathon, I want to say by like 35 minutes. They didn't even start it. They started it late because the buses were, so many buses were impacted. So in other words- Oh, and they couldn't get them off the road. They That's couldn't what it get was, them off the they road. Couldn't, they couldn't yes. close the course. Exactly. I remember that. Exactly. Do you remember? Yeah. So just be, just be aware that Disney does know what's going on. They do get feedback and they do hear these things in real time when it's happening. So if they have to delay, they have to delay. But also, it can also impact if you're going to be in the crowd that you want to be in versus if you get stuck having to be in one of a further back crowd just because that crowd closed while you were waiting on your bus. It has so happened. I thought what they did well this race was that they gave us closing times for the mm-hmm. corrals, which they've they never done before. This was new. And yeah, I thought that was so great because then like I was able to back up from, okay, what's the closing time for the corral? That means I need to be there by this mm-hmm. time. And then how long will it take me to walk from the car, drop stuff off, whatever we were doing. So that was kind of how I planned my morning. Um, but again, I'm a, I'm a driver. So I know how long it takes me to get from point A to point B. And when I get to the car, the car is there and I can get on it and I know where to go and I'm not going to get lost. So like <laughs> I have all these other, you know, things, all these what ifs that can potentially happen on property, I don't have to deal with. Right. But I thought that that was a, a really good ad. Like it's just, you know, one of these, I feel like they're they're tweaking minor things on every race and like, oh, some of them are like stupid little things that you didn't think would matter that matter. Yeah. And that's one of them. Like it's yeah. just good to know. And they put the information out and I saw, I, I'm pretty sure they even tweeted it like once or twice out just to give everybody a heads up, like, hi, we're we're serious about this. Like this is going to close at that time. And we had friends of ours that were supposed to be in a crowd. I think they said for the um, 5k and they ended up in C crowd because of their bus situation. It does happen because they are telling us when they're going to close these things and move these things and, and whatnot. And sometimes that's what happens. So if you know that going in, also you can like set your mindset to be prepared for the what ifs, you know, that, that could happen. But hopefully if you want to avoid those things, then really just try to be on the first bus. That's honestly like the best thing you can do for yourself. If you're a nervous person, if you're concerned about it, if you are like, I don't even care as long as I just get into the crowd and get to run the race, then don't worry about it. Sleep in as late as you can roll out of bed and get on that last bus. You'll be fine. But for anybody who is on the more anxious side of things and they really want to be in their corral and be there early and whatever, take the earliest bus that you can because that's going to be your best bet for the least yeah, amount and, of stress. And I'll say that like when I used to stay on property, I used to take like the first-ish bus, so not necessarily the first one. Um, but I also find that like at the beginning, you get like the buses will come almost a little bit more quickly because there's less of them on the road already and they haven't fully picked up the people so they can move right. a little quicker. Right. So even if you miss the first bus, like the second and the third bus will come pretty quickly. But the problem is they don't tell you what time those are coming. So you have to like prepare to be like, okay, first bus is whatever, three o'clock. Right. Then I'm going to, I'm going to aim for the three o'clock bus. And then if you're me, you're late for everything. So you will be down there at 310 and then you'll get on whatever <laughs> bus comes at 310. But <laughs> it, yes, it, exactly. No, to your point, And I think that's, I think that's just, Oh, I say first bus, but Jane's correct. Like, yeah, three forty-five is going to be a different experience than a three fifteen go down to the bus stop situation. There is a big difference in what happens between those times with the roads, with how many people are waiting. It's it's the same thing as once we get on the course. The A crowd people have a very different experience than yeah. the E crowd people do because of how many people are on the course and what is happening at that time. So all of those are good points, things to bring out. So we get there, we get into our corral, we start our race, all's good. We come up to the first character stop and our first character stop was um, actually outside of, it was right past like the security of Epcot, but not into Epcot yet, right? Yeah, it's behind Test Track. There you go, there you go. And if and, you've ever if you've ever run any of these races before, it's always at the same spot. 
It's yes. th- that's always there's always a character stop there. Usually at that 5k. Mhm. So and this that time it was, was a white rabbit. White rabbit, yep. And the line was 7 years long. 7 years long. <laughs> Easily 7 years. Mm-hmm. We waited quite a while um for that line. But Jane had on a cute little Alice in Wonderland shirt. Taylor Swift, Alice in Wonderland shirt. So, of course, we had to stop with with the White Rabbit and get that picture. And it was cute. It was worth it. Whatever. So then we mosey on and we continue on. Um, at that point, once we got into Epcot, I was like the usual. I got to stop and go to the bathroom. If anybody knows me, you know. I just, I can't. And plus that character stop like wasn't helping any. So anyway, I uh, had to stop and go to, go use the restroom. And Jane was like, I'll carry on. I'll go get in line at the next character. And I was like, sounds good. I'll jump into line with you. Yeah, I didn't see her for like 25 minutes because there were no characters. So I texted her at America. So usually there's, I want to say there's usually a character stop in like China. There is, yeah. China and then or Germany. Sometimes, yeah, I was going to say, and then sometimes it might be either Germany or Italy, right? Mm-hmm, so there's mm-hmm. always some like in that area. No, no. First character stop was in America um, and it was Duffy. And uh, no offense to the Duffy haters, but I hate Duffy. I think Duffy is stupid. So I, this is like the third or fourth 5K that I've seen Duffy on in the last year. <laughs> And I'm over it. I do not want to see another Duffy character stop. It's like, would you like to take a a picture with, you know, this weird stuffed animal that you got at a carnival? No, I would not. I would not like to take a picture with that. Austin Austin. agrees. Austin completely agrees with you. Says no to Duffy. So I texted Patty and said, Patty, I was like, I'm skipping Duffy. And she was like, obviously. And I was like, I'll go to the next one. And then I just kept going and And going going and going. going. And I was like, so finally I crossed the bridge from France into the back of the UK where there's this, you know, the adorable little rose garden that is also very Alice themed. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to wait for you here because – Apparently, there's no characters on this course. So I'm going to have to make my own photos, and I would like a photo in this rose garden. She was like, okay. So I wait for Patty to come, and then she takes this adorable photo for me. And then we walk around the corner, and there's there's a, finally a character. And when I tell you around, like, it was literally 10 feet from where I was, but I wasn't over enough <laughs> over the hump into the UK to see it. It was hilarious. I was like, are you kidding me, Jane? <laughs> it was right there. Anyway, it was right there. It was right there. Not only was there another character, it was the Red Queen and the cards. It which was. Again, Alice, great. We're all excited about that. This was the theme love of the it. race. We love it. So then we go to find the back of the line and we keep going and going and going. And y'all, I can't even tell you. I don't even know how many Ren Disney events I have done or how many lines of characters I have stood in before. But this has to be a top three, if not number one, longest wait ever for a character Correct. that I have ever Correct. experienced. It the was- entire race, every person stopped. on that race course was stopped for this character because everybody was like, where are the characters? Correct. By the way, when I passed Duffy, Duffy had a line of like six people. You know why? Because no one cares about Duffy. No one. No one. <laughs> Stop giving me like the candy corn of characters. I like candy corn. I don't care about You're Duffy. Wrong. I like candy <laughs> corn. <laughs> yeah, no, agreed. It just the character choices were weird, especially, and we'll get to it when we look at the characters that they gave the Can't 10K wait for that and the, <laughs> and the half marathon. Like what? But the five k really kind of got shafted, I think, in character mm-hmm. choices. They were so we had these two. That were the the two Alice themed to the race. But then after, and then we had Duffy. And then we had two. Two Lilo stitch and, stops. Yeah. Two Lilo and Stitch type stops. Like What? Yeah. Like what? Like what? And like, I know there's a lot of Stitch lovers out there, but y'all are getting a, you are getting a race in, Oct- or in April. That, see, that was my thing. My thing was like. If I wanted a stitch race, I would have signed up for the stitch race. And 
just to make cl- things clear, I purposely didn't sign up for the Stitch Race <laughs> because I didn't want to run a Stitch Race. But you did this one. <laughs> and yes. here I am. I love Alice in Wonderland. And I was like, Alice in Wonderland has such good characters. You could have done so many different ones. There could have just been backdrops and something, something more something. to spread to spread people out and to get people to stop. This is our this is our point. Is we've run a lot of these five Ks before, and the five Ks that are always like the biggest crap shows that people complain the most about the long lines. There's always going to be long lines at the five K. It's just the way it is. Yeah, um, yep. mostly because people who are running for time it's an untimed race. And so they use the other two races to run for time. And the 5k is their fun stops and is to take all the pictures and all of that stuff. So that's to be expected. Like we're not saying that we were shocked that there were lines. I'm saying there's always lines. Always lines. We waited 55 minutes for the red queen. 55, five, five. It was, it was a very long stop. It was a very long stop. I mean, I, Yeah. Yeah, we waited in lines more than I think we ran. In the oh end. no, we de- I mean, we definitely did. <laughs> it but was- like they were, they were walking around when I got in in line for that stop. It was, I want to say it was like five forty five. That sounds right. Oh, it was 5.54. That's what it was. Because I took a photo of the end of line marker as we Mm -hmm. walked up. And I did it so that I had a timestamp of when we got in line. Okay. And they kept walking around the line telling us that the Red Queen and that all characters would be pulled from the 5K at 7.15. So FYI, I I bet you that that moves forward in the future. Good to know. Whatever. I was like, why are they telling us this? This is not – this is not going to be – like, it's – it's before six o'clock. Why are they telling me about seven fifteen? Well, I have to tell you, there I was fifty minutes later. Like, am I going to make this seven fifteen cutoff? We really were beginning to question it and wonder it. So yeah, it was crazy. And I think my feedback or my observation to this is that in the five k, we have had five k's where we had like seven, eight, and nine characters on the five k's. It's been like mind blowing yeah. and amazing, and like oh my gosh, so many characters. They also had a lot shorter lines because people had choices and yeah. they weren't all like I, you could absolutely tell the, the new runners were probably just confused going like, where are all the characters? I thought there would be characters in this course, but the experienced veteran runners, we knew like, okay, well, we're going to wait in this line no matter how long it takes because this Correct. is our only option on the course, like we know where they usually place characters. And we were just like, I don't think there's going to be any other characters coming up. So I guess this is it. This is where we'll spend our time. So us and 87,000 other of our Run Disney 5K friends um, did the same thing. We all stood in that line. So I think, I hope what Run Disney takes away from this, if they are listening, um, <laughs> or if somebody wants to forward this feedback who might have connections to them, is I as a runner being out on all these courses, I've done so many of the five Ks. I can tell you the smoothest and the most fun and the ones that you come off the course feeling like uh, you had the most positive experience with are the ones that have more characters because again, you have more choices. I may not stand in every single, I may not stand in every single character line, but I have choices to make. And right. I don't feel like if I want a character's picture, it has to only be one or two. Like, And that's kind of how it felt here. After we left the Queen, we did see Lilo and Stitch, but we were kind of over it at that point. We didn't, when we don't care about Lilo and Stitch, neither one of us do. So we carried on. So then we, and this was a new kind of route for the 5K. So it also took us in a little bit different direction, which I think if you're a runner, like straight runner, you're not stopping for any picture. So you're speed demoning along. There were some like really tight kind of corners and hairpin tor- turns that they were asking you to make. Um, mm-hmm. That I think on this day was probably fine. But if it had been a day that, that it was wet, rainy, which wine and dine often does to us. Um, it might've been a different story. It could have been like some, like you would have needed to slow down around some of these curves in these corners. Cause there was at least two. One of them was right after. At least it's not timed. But at least it's not timed. So like 
Yeah. You'll be okay if you slow down, right? So anyway, um, there was that. And then we actually ended up running right past Guardians of the Galaxy for the first time. This was the first race that they've had where the course was actually routed around it. And I was confused. I There was photo pass photographers who were taking pictures in front of the um, star jumper that's out uh, in front of the Guardians. And I was like, why are they doing that? Like that's stuff. And Jane pointed out, she was like, well, it's the first time we've ever gone past this. So maybe they're, people want to take a picture there. It is. And maybe some people haven't done that photo before or, you know, maybe you're not planning on going to the park this trip or whatever your reason is. I don't think it's such a bad idea to have some photographers out with even non-character options. I think that like they had somebody out for the 100th, the Mickey 100th statue. Right. But these are things that like when when Patty and I run races, we're very much like, can I get that photo on a, on any other given day? So like if I'm not wearing a costume that begs to have that photo, then I'm not waiting for a photo that I can get on a random Wednesday. I'm just not doing it because that's already included in my annual pass. So like I'm not running Run Disney to do that. So I want things that are special. Yeah. But, like, my thing was, like, it didn't even have to be characters. Like, you could have moved the teacup set that was at the expo mm-hmm. that everybody just kind of – you sat in it. You would take a picture. It was a setup, this teacup setup. You could have had something like that. You could have had, you know, a backdrop. There's backdrops that they were do- that they've done in Magic Kingdom for, like, Halloween or whatever that kind of look like mm-hmm. photo frames and whatever. You could have done one of those that maybe had, you know, was Alice-themed 19, you know, with, like, her original cover with, like, her 1951 open, whatever. There were, like, a million things you could have done because I know that those kinds of things, right, it, they have to pay characters to be there. So, like, that's a, another big expense. And, of course, setting up whatever and building props and all that, also still an expense, but probably something you can reuse at another time and you've already taken the sunk cost, right? So, so welcome to Disney economics with Jane. So, <laughs> but like, that's where I was like, you could have done things to theme this a little bit better. Yeah. And I think for me, the other thing was I ran the Alice in Wonderland 5K at Disneyland. No, it was, the, it was the 10K. It was the very first 10K they did. Wasn't it the five and the 10? Because they were back to back because people ran the 5K I didn't because I I didn't knew I couldn't. But there was the five k, and then they would finish the five k and You're get in right. line for the ten k. Very first ten k was back to back, and so I don't remember. Maybe it was a an out. I just remember the teacup for the ten k because I also did not do the five k for that race. But oh, I no, had it had to be the ten k because I didn't do the five k. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're right, yeah, yeah. So I because I got the teacup medal and it was adorable. It was so cute, so cute, so, so cute. cute. But that's why, like, I've run mm-hmm. a race that has been Alice themed before. And it felt magical and Alice-themed. And I mean, maybe it's just Disneyland because Disneyland. Maybe. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, to your point, you know, listen, Pete Davidson did not need to take a picture in front of the Star Jumper or the Disney 100, okay? Like, Pete don't care about that. But if you had given him a Cheshire cat, like how iconic would Pete Davidson as a Swifty been with... Uh, the Cheshire Cat. So I would have absolutely stood in another hour-long line for the Cheshire Cat if they had put him out. If I had had, like, the Caterpillar, absolutely. Oh, yeah. thousand percent. Would have waited for that. There's just – there's things. Have a lot of removals. Like, you could have had – I don't know. I, I would agree with you. I feel like the – I mean, that's had... Winnie the Pooh, though. Oh, <laughs> sorry. No, I don't need that one. <laughs> I understand, though, because they're trippy, and I, I know where you're going. The connection is there. The connection is there. I was connecting with drug trips. I was like, I know. trips, Disney runs. Oh, my God. Same oh, my God. For some people. So, but yeah, like, no, there was just many other options that they yeah. could have done. They could have, like, in my head, I was like, why did nobody wheel out a like a teacup, like the actual, like we have the teacup seats in Disneyland Lobby Hotel. There's like an actual physical teacup in Disneyland. I mean, I know I keep saying Disneyland and we're not at Disneyland very much. (laughs) Clearly, I understand that. But like, these are things that you could have done that would have been themed and you're not doing it. And that just to me felt like, and then I, so. So what we're saying is if you're going to give us an awesome theme, 
commit Use it. to it, commit to the bit and do it. And you had time. Like Run Disney, you chose these themes. How long did we register in advance? Like right. y'all knew what the themes were going to be. You knew what the plan was. And I just feel like for this 10K, I'm sorry, this 5K, and I don't complain about the 5Ks very much because I usually they're awesome and they're amazing and they're great. And yeah. this one was just weird and and not good. And that was kind of also the feedback that I got from a couple of other people who ran the 5K as well who just said, meh. My other issue was that, so there were two, so the two other character stops, right? So it was White Rabbit, Duffy, and the Queen. Right. And then the two other character stops was Stitch, wasn't it Stitch and Angel, and then two yes. other stitchy characters that I don't know. We don't even but know because like, we don't know the movie. So again, so out of five character stops on course, three of them were not themed to the race Mm -hmm. and two of them were themed to one whole theme. So if you don't like that theme, then you were SOL. You were going to skip out. Yeah. Yeah. I I just, yeah. It was disappointing. And and the lines, I think, were not helped at all by just not having more, just having more characters, even adding two more would have made a huge difference in how these lines were flowing and moving. And I think it would have made a big difference. And I would have felt less bitter about the three Z-list characters that we got if there was two other character stops of even, like, mid-level. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You know? But, like, yeah, very disappointing. So then, yeah, needless to say, our 5K was like, what is happening here? And then we finish. Um, at the finish line, we did have Pluto in Chef Pluto. He was up there waiting. He was? Us. Yes. I got a picture with him, well, of him, not with him, because I didn't run over there to take a picture. But yes, he was He was there. So we, we see him. Yeah. So we, we did get that at the end of the Wine and Dine 5K, which, okay, cool. Makes sense. Um, he was cute. So that's who we saw there at the end. Uh, which also, all of the races now ended in a different location in a different uh, area. That I think um, at the end of it all, I was like, it feels like we're walking a lot longer. Like it felt like it was a lot longer. Jane pointed out that really it was maybe like an extra two minutes. Like it wasn't a huge difference. No, but I was being dramatic at that point because I'd already been on the course for like two and a half hours. It's fair. <laughs> so it was so long. From the finish line to the family reunion area. I, I, don't, I honestly think it might have just felt that way, but I don't think it really was. So I didn't have any massive issues with the way the ending ended. I thought everything was still pretty okay from that perspective. Did you notice anything or feel any difference? No, not at the finish line. They did have Purple Gatorade, which is a huge hit as far as I'm concerned. Powerade. Powerade. Oh, that's, that's it. Right. Whatever. <laughs> you gave me purple sugar drink and it was beautiful. <laughs> it was delicious. I love it. And yeah, yeah. Yep. So that was exciting. And then, so at the start and start slash finish line where the, I forgot what they call it. Don't, don't they call it like the, what do they call that party? I don't know. Family anyway, reunion area. Family reunion area, whatever it is. So there's the DJ who's playing music. Shout out to him for playing Cool Summer. And yes, as we walked up, we were screaming the bridge. It's great. It was, it was great. awesome. <laughs> he actually played it again because we had been there so long. So anyway, so before I finished the course, I had texted a friend of mine while I was still in line. Mm-hmm. for the queen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I live here now. Send my mail. And she was like, that's cool. I'm going to get in line. She's very fast, right? So she was like, oh, I really want to get in line for a photo with Alice and the Mad Hatter at the finish. Perfect. I said, awesome. I want to get that photo too. So I wanted to let her know that one, because first of all, I thought they were swapping. So I thought you got Alice or the Mad Hatter and it turned out, no, you got them together. But I wanted to let her know, hey, I want to grab that photo too, because usually when we finish, she's taken all the photos and I usually don't stay for photos. But I wanted to let her know so that if she got it, she would get back in line so that by the time I finished, I could hop in line with her. So she was like, yeah, I'm in line for them right now. I was like, okay. So finished waiting at the Queen or whatever. Finished our race. And then I got in line for this Alice and Mad Hatter. 
And so I had texted my friend at 6.45. 6.45. I was still in line for Queen of Hearts. And she was in line already for Alice and the Mad Hatter. When we finished, she said, take your time. I'm still in line. I was like, huh. So I thought to myself, oh, she must have already taken her pictures. And she jumped back in line for us. No, she never, never got to the front of the line. So I went over and got in line with her. And we were like very far back. You guys were. I was sitting there going, what is happening? I opted out of this photo. I was like, I'll just sit here and wait for you guys. It can't take that long. We did not get our photo until 827. 827. Almost two hours <laughs> from me texting her. <laughs> so the, what? The, the story here is obviously um, they hate us. Definitely, definitely. Um, but the <laughs> end of the races, uh, there are characters to take at the end of the races, but be prepared for really long waits. And you're probably going to be able to pick one. You're probably not going to get, I think they had three characters that you could take pictures of. You probably aren't yeah. going to get all three unless you're super crazy legs fast and you make good strategic choices as to which one to get in line for first, you know, to like boom, 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 knock it out. And then you wait for the long one, or maybe you get the one that you think is going to be the longest. And then I don't even, I don't even know what the best way to do this is, but the lesson learned here was uh, Mad Hatter was very chatty and he talked to so every, chatty. talked to everybody. But and, they all were. Yeah. Because yeah. I was watching Maribel and Bruno mm -hmm. and oh, the same thing. And like, listen, it's wonderful. Like, I love that they interact in the parks. Absolutely. Like, I love that they interact. We it's went through good. this at Halloween party. I yes. love that Jack and yes. Sally interacted with the ridiculous line. But when you have a line that is this long, <laughs> somebody needs to be like, no. We're not doing this. Get in, get out. Get in, get out. Do the and short version. Do the short spiel where you say like 15 seconds of chit chat, then you take your picture. Not right. a minute and a half to two minutes per guest. Like that's too much time. So, and then what happened was like for us, like I didn't really care, but I was like, so imagine now that you've waited in this line for two hours. Okay. As my friend did. So I didn't wait the full two hours. But I'll still complain on her behalf. <laughs> so imagine that you wait in line for two hours, as she did, and a bunch of people behind us did. And you watch all of these people in front of you get like a full song and a dance when they get up there. But then when you get up there, now we're on fast forward because <laughs> we were up against it being the last race buses to go back to the hotels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had so to clear everybody as we out. were going, they were like, they're in five minutes. That's why it was like 827. They were calling five minutes. Five, so 830 is the last race bus to go back to the hotels. So if you miss the race buses, then you either have to walk all the way to the other side of Epcot to mm -hmm. take a regular resort bus back, or you can take an Uber. But again, still, you have to walk all the way to the other mm -hmm. side of Epcot. So the girls that were behind us, were like, it's fine. We're going to get this picture and we're going to run to this re resort bus. And, but like at this point, so now that they know that they're up against time, it became like, hi, hello, snap. Hi, hello, snap. Hi. And it was like, this is what we should have been doing for the last two hours. Right. Right. It was just poor time management with the character really all around, I think. I don't even know why the, the Red Queen didn't, I can't even say that she was too chatty or anything because she's not a face character. So she doesn't talk to anybody, right? Same thing right. with uh, with the White Rabbit, right? They're not face characters. And so those did go quick and we got- For the one, amount of people in line, yes. We got yes. one picture, like they didn't take multiple pictures. They weren't screwing around. It was one picture and move on, one picture, move on. So those two lines, I can't say that they were managed incorrectly. It was just that- mm -mm. You only had two choices on this course. Well, we only had two choices on the course. And we know it's not true. We know there was a total of five, but it 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 was just kind of limited. And so that happened. But then, yeah, afterwards, I definitely think there's got to be um, a little bit better control from there because you're right to your point. Like, again, people who are fast enough or who got in line earlier um, had a different experience. She was, well, they didn't. She was still in line. I mean, technically right. she was still in line <laughs> no. and she is fast. Like I, I was know. like, that's, that's the crazy part. It is, it is crazy. It is, it is absolutely crazy.
So anyway, that was our, this is our 5k experience. I know everybody is going to have a different experience than what we had, but overall, this was not our favorite 5k. No, no. And it could have been, it very well could have been. Yeah. The other thing that I thought was they usually do the finish line characters, they swap them, right? So that's why when she said, oh, it's Alice and the Mad Hatter, I thought, oh, it's Alice, and then they're swapping for the Mad Hatter. That way you avoid the breaks. They also didn't do that. It was Alice and the Mad Hatter, which I'm thrilled to have a photo with both of them. But we had to wait while they went on break for 10 minutes with nothing. So like, it it was... This was just very, very poorly managed. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you. I think um, I think that's hopefully a takeaway that somebody picked up that, I mean, again, we joke that people listen to our podcast. We know you do, and we appreciate you, um, but we have no idea if you have any connections to Run Disney or if they ever they have any clue about any of this. But that's just what our takeaway was, was that the line management was not, uh, there were some problems. So it was not I, great. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't great. The the medals were gorgeous. The medals were adorable. Mm-hmm. My shirt is cute. Everything, you know, everything else was fun. The announcers were good. Like, I, you know, I don't have any any massive, like, complaints or issues with any of those things. It was just the actual on-course characters were very different. Now, let's flip to the 10K and the half marathon and talk about, holy cow, what a difference those two races were, I think, from the perspective of characters. 10K had some baller characters. They had a great list of people out on the course. And um, it was clearly, you know, God's favorites um, were running the 10K because they had some really good ones. And then the half marathon, somebody sent me a list of all of the variety of characters that were out for the half marathon, which I expect there to be more on the half marathon. So I'm not like, I'm not bitter or mad about that. I just felt like the 5K got shafted. But on the half marathon, if you add up every single character that you could have possibly run into on this race course, it's something like 50 characters. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm looking at this list. It's huge. And it's a it's a big variety of them too, which is interesting. But the 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 ones that really stood out to me that I appreciated was that like I guess at mile, I don't know, eight and a half, something like that, Jack and Sally were meeting together. And then the very next like quarter mile later, you got Oogie Boogie. Yeah. So usually what happens is they'll rotate like Jack and Sally or Oogie Boogie. So it's the same theme at one stop. So as a runner, you're not going to get everybody that you want. You're going to have to, you'll either get Jack and Sally or you'll get Oogie Boogie, right? You know, that kind of thing. This is one of the times that I was like, good on them, how they like separated those two big characters. I am not a Jack and Sally or Oogie Boogie fangirl, but I know people that are. And they tend they those tend to be very, very popular characters, mostly because you can't you don't see them at Disney World in the parks ever. Jack and Sally do come to the Hollywood party, but that's a whole nother story. If you want to hear that drama, go listen to one of the other podcast episodes because we covered Halloween party. Yeah. The Halloween party. Um, Jack and Sally are a huge line, like massive, crazy line. So they're very popular characters. So I was, I was impressed that they like, they recognized that and they separated them out. I was also impressed that they put figment on the course, the live character figment, for the other races, you could take a picture with the statue figment after the yes. race, which is cute too. But they put actual figment on the half marathon course, which is good. Um, the only thing they didn't do is they didn't make it like a character stop in the sense of there was no photo pass photographer. So if you wanted figment, it was a drive-by selfie or you know get a friend to take your picture with figment or whatever. But I don't even think there was a line. I think it was just... People were pulling over, stopping. That's weird. Yeah, grabbing their pictures. The only thing I can say in Disney's defense is if they had put a photo pass photographer, think how long that line would have been, Jane. It would have been so insane. It's not like we haven't seen a line like that before. (laughs) What? For the the queen? (laughs) For the red queen on the 5K? (laughs) I mean, for literally all of the Alice characters. Uh, 
Um, it, it would have been a very long line, but um, but at least they put Figment out there because I didn't know that they would. I thought they would have put Figment. I thought at he would have been end at the, the finish. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would have thought. Yeah. I would have thought he would have been at the end of the race. And then there was Star Lord and Gamora. Yes, they put Star Lord and Gamora out, which makes sense. And if they had done that on the five k, I absolutely would have stopped. Yeah, of course. I mean, of course we would have. That would have been a no-brainer, um, but they didn't. Why not? No. Your photo photographers got, were there. Why couldn't we have stopped? We could have stopped. I got Stitch Aliens or something is what I Whatever got. I don't know. weirdness Whatever that it was. was. Yeah. So um, I will say like for the half marathon and the five, and the 10K, I felt like they did a really good job with um, with those characters. I, I did enjoy that. And I we asked in the Facebook group if anybody wants like more – detailed perspectives, especially from different people that ran these races from different corrals and different levels. This is a really, there's a great thread uh, that is going on over there right now. You can come and add your thoughts as well if you would like to. You can also just see what other people felt and and what they had to say. Um, Teresa kind of chimed in on what she was hearing about the athletes with disabilities in there as well. So that's a whole Again, something else. I'm going to wait and, ha- and have that discussion with her because she has more firsthand knowledge and, and um, connection with people who had the experiences there than, than I do. Um, but I'm going to ha- have some talks with her on that. They did. People did say uh, the way that the corrals were set up for the half marathon, the people that were in the last corral kind of got shafted because they didn't even open up that corral for them until 5 a.m., which they did tell us about in advance, and they did say that that was going to be the case. However, the way they opened it up, everybody just said it was actually kind of scary, and people were rushing, and people were like kind of a stampede situation because they put you in like a holding pen corral saying, this isn't the corral, but when this corral opens, then you'll get to move into the corral. And um, just the feedback was that that was very awful and very messy. This was a new start location for the half marathon. So maybe that's something they're going to be able to adjust and correct in the future. I don't know how. I don't know what that would look like. I don't know what they will end up doing. But um, every single e corral person that I have seen, it didn't matter. They even the, the ones that thought they were going to be at the front of e ended up getting steamrollered and pushed to the very back of e And they were saying that they actually started, you know, one wave before the balloon ladies when they were trying to be in the very first wave in order to give a little bit, you know, give himself another minute or two between them and the balloon ladies. And that's not what happened just because of the way that the setup was. So yeah, it sounds like it was just, it wasn't good. The 10K, I went out and cheered the 10K. We had signs. Uh, we were at the boardwalk area uh, right in front of the Abracadabra. Abracad- How do you say that? Is it Abracadabra Bar or is it Abracadabra No, it's Abracadabra Bar. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, so we were there and um, I was looking online and I saw all these people with great characters. I actually just think the 10K probably wins the character um, options, like you had um, Agent P, Phineas and Ferb out there. You had Little John and Robin Hood. They had Jiminy Cricket. They had Gaston, and Gaston's like never out ever. I mean, last time I think I saw Gaston was like Princess 2014, maybe. I don't even know. So that was kind of fun. I think the 10K probably got the best characters. But I don't know. There's definitely some concerns about the 10K course that people gave their feedback. A very short period of time, they actually said through Hollywood Studios compared to previous years. I don't know. So it's like kind of a mixed bag of a weekend, I think, this year. Mostly good. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think the the half had a great list of characters on it. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely think that you should, you know, you focus on the big race for the weekend. And that is the big race for mm-hmm. the weekend. So um, I get that. I'm glad that, that they got their money's worth. I just think that they should also remember that there's people that are running other races that also <laughs> deserve an experience. 
<laughs> well, yeah. And especially like with the 5K, I like, all I can think of is one of the the people in our Facebook group. I know she was running with her son for the mm-hmm. first, his first race. She's, she's a seasoned Ren Disney person. She runs all the races, but she brought her son for the first time. And she was very disappointed in the 5K because it just wasn't the experience that she was hoping to give him. And they're fast right. runners. So in theory, like they could have gotten a lot of cool characters and they didn't just because these lines were right banana pants banana pants just banana pants <sighs> okay so wine and dine done and done and uh the good news was the weather was beautiful no uh rain in the forecast which does not always happen with a wine and dine race weekend sometimes it gets kind of messy uh but it was a good solid weekend there I will say that some of the parks were very packed. The first day that I got there was November 1st, and it was lovely. But over the course of the weekend, as the runners poured in, it got busier and busier. And I think this was also the start of Jersey Week is coming up. So people that were mm-hmm. coming in on the weekends. Uh, when I left on Saturday, you couldn't park in the in the Epcot parking lot. It was completely completely full like even the grass parking was taken they were I turning people also, away <laughs> i think that's also because the the nice weather the locals mm-hmm. always come out in the nice weather oh, for sure so, for sure for sure and we're coming to the end of food and wine yeah um i haven't even been to food and wine this year <laughs> killing it <laughs> <laughs> you're just burning up that annual pass aren't you <laughs> i you know how much i love epcot i'm so sad i didn't see it Yep, yep, yep. So, um, yeah. Yeah, this race weekend was, I don't know, it was weird. This was the first one under new management. So maybe there'll be some adjustments that ultimately get made over time, some learning experiences. All I can say is if you have feedback that you want to give your feedback to, definitely reach out to Ren Disney. I would suggest emails over phone calls because you'll never get a phone call back and who knows who's listening to it. But I think if you send emails, they're usually pretty good about at least responding. Um, so if you had any particular concerns and for what it's worth, I think my griping over characters probably isn't, isn't something that I'd email over, but I'm talking about if you're an athlete, <laughs> Jane, however, she might send a strongly worded email. But if you are an athletes with disabilities or, you know, you had some safety concerns because you were in e-corral and you almost got run over, you know, whatever. Those are things that I think that Ren Disney does need to hear and um, does need to know about um, because they can't be in all places at all times. You're welcome to complain on Facebook, but just know... (laughs) We, we There's don't make not the a rules. lot that gets done with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't make yeah. the rules. We, don't, we, we joke about having a direct line to them, but we really don't. <laughs> we absolutely do not. No, not at all. So anyway, uh, Facebook group, um, if you do want to have some more discussion about this, if you have felt some sort of way about anything, we are always happy to listen to the event. And um, if, even if it was good, if it was amazing, if you have cute pictures that you want to share, feel free to come join us on No Guilt Disney on Facebook and uh, happy to chat. We've got two more races coming up in two more months. Oh, yeah. We oh, do. yeah, we do. We got two, Jane. <laughs> we got two. I'm thrilled. Marathon weekend and then following right on its heels is going to be the return of the Disneyland half marathon weekend um, out in Disneyland. And we're going to both of those. So obviously we will get you guys an update on that. Teresa is running her first half marathon at marathon weekend. So we're also kind of hoping that we can get the three of us together um, at some point, maybe on Saturday after the half marathon. We discussed this. Do you not remember that? Maybe. We'll see. No, I don't remember anything. Okay. (laughs) That's fair. Me neither. Me neither. Okay. Anything else you want to add or throw in to the wine and dine discussion? No, just that the the season is here. And before we know it, we're going to be having this conversation about Marathon Weekend and yep. all the details that come out about that, which should be in about a month. Yeah. Yeah. So super exciting. All right. Be sure to uh, come join the Facebook group. Follow, su- subscribe, do the things that you want to do. <laughs> we're on YouTube-ish. We're on... 
a monthly weekish podcast. We just like to talk about different Disney things over here, but we love Run Disney. And so if that we is do. something that you want to have some more discussions about, or you want to just talk about, you know, Run Disney fangirling or fangying, oh, we're your girls. Um, so feel free to reach out and let us know. Um, for the rest of the year, I can tell you, Teresa and I are getting together. We're doing the Jolly Hollywood experience. And I'm also going to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And then I'm following that trip up with a trip to Disneyland for Christmas. So we will have a holiday discussion at some point, um, even if it's just me coming on here and telling you about the differences between the two parks. But we're going to have some discussion about the holidays uh, at Disney coming up because we know that's always a big, big time of year. and People always have questions and wonder about it. So we're going to we're going to knock that off. Um, that's upcoming. And then, of course, Marathon Weekend, we will absolutely talk about and probably throw in another episode or two before the end of the year. Yeah, definitely. I, <clears throat> I hope. We will. And then we usually... And then we usually take a break, but I would I would think we'll come back earlier from our break because of Marathon Weekend. So. Marathon Weekend's early this year, so yeah. It, it is early this year. <coughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, um, Patty told you where to find us, so come find us or don't. And <laughs> join us here each weekish, because as Patty likes to say... It's no fun fangirling 5Ks without characters at Ren Disney alone. <laughs> sure. Fangirl. Sure. Yeah, fangirling. All right. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>